0: our intro very... oh the very so, first show so it got yeah it but, got a lot of listens but because of uh... yeah that we, that shouldn't even count that was a ridiculous episode rated
1: episode
0: just so that we have both ends
1: of the spectrum covered. the great dive podcast is hosted by your buddies james and yeah, but it only gives the top 50 oh well what's our 50th what's our 49th Damn, what's our forty eighth?
0: <laughs> 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 Got some scotch. Just a shot. That looks like more than a shot.
1: <laughs> okay, so um, we're gonna record today.
0: Well, I hope is, so. This, I drove all the way over here.
1: And this is going to be 7 officially the, the last episode of the year.
0: <laughs> Two thousand nineteen. That went pretty quick too. Crazy.
1: Crazy crazy Quasi quick. Crazy quick. Crazy quick. Crazy quick. Quick. quick, man. Crazy quick. Interestingly and enough,
0: our our long range plan was 2 years. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, we'll do this for we'll years, be rich yeah. in 2 years. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll we'll build we'll build TGDP up to the point where we basically sell it off to Howard yeah. Stern. Oh, yeah. He takes it global for us. I didn't even think of Stern doing that. Okay. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Great Dive Podcast. It is the end of the year. Thank you for joining us for the Great Dive Podcast, TGDP Rockin' New Year's End of the Year Review Show with your host, Jamesy, and... And
0: and your co-host, Brando, Brandy. Brandy. What, what happened to Brandy? <laughs> well, Brandy's like either a dog or a girl, and both. And I, I wish if I were a girl, my name was Brandy because that is a cool song that you know would end up in your life somehow. Like your Definitely. your boyfriend, whatever, he'd be. This is our song because he and my boyfriend would be <laughs> singing it to me all the time. <laughs> I do,
1: don't I? <laughs>
0: <laughs> but that that song always like immediately is is commercial dive school. Like, oh, my old friend Vince used to sing it all.
1: You used to sing Brandy.
0: Oh yeah, he had Vince was a
1: so Vince was your boyfriend in commercial Vince dive school. Vince could have been.
0: I mean, Vince was a a great guy. There's a there was a good hearted guy and he used to describe himself as dumber than a wood sled that was quote his quote i'm dumber than a wood sled and he wasn't the brightest guy i used to tutor him in physics of the diving physics because we had a lot of diving sure physics yeah there. but uh vince was never a diver he never dove in his life and signed up for commercial dive school came in did did pretty darn good at the diving portion for never having dove, never put a scuba gear on, never put right. a helmet on.
1: Well, it is a little bit of a different world. It you is. It's like breathing underwater, but it's definitely a different game.
0: It is. Well, I got to give the guy, I was amazed because yeah. he had never dived in his life. He was a bricklayer by trade. He was Italian, and he looked He looked like a model. He He was built like a bricklayer, like – he took care of himself, and he was good-looking. Women just fawned over him, and he was the nicest guy in the world. Didn't, that never went to his head, and he used to, in the locker room, he'd be singing Brandy, you're a fine girl all the time. So whenever Brandy, you're a fine girl comes on.
1: no, this is when you were like, all soaked the, up and all. all oh, all of it. <laughs> it was
0: like, uh, do you ever see the white shadow? It was that kind of locker room. <laughs> you remember the white shadow? No, no. You don't
1: remember the white shadow? No, what's the white shadow?
0: The White Shadow was a uh, television show, drama, sitcom. It was a basketball coach played by Ken something. I can't remember his, his last name. He was a white guy, and he was a basketball coach in Intercity inner city high school, and they were all black guys, and they called him the White Shadow. He was a former pro ball player, and he was a big old tall guy. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, the White Shadow. And in the opening credits is the uh, locker room and they're in the shower singing all the black guys are singing and white shadows there. <laughs> and that's what the locker room at dive school was like. <laughs> Except it smelled like dive gear, like neoprene. Nasty old neoprene. And you were all singing brandy. No, I wasn't. Vince was always singing brandy. He didn't want my you were voice.
1: You're singing in whistle while you work. Whistle <laughs> while, while you work. work. <laughs> whistle while you <laughs> Okay, well. Let's um <laughs>
0: I think this whole episode is just going to be <laughs> rambling It is going to be
1: a little bit of rambling. Just We're just going to talk about 2019. Okay. In 2017 when we started this show.
0: 17 we started? 17,
1: eight. I thought we started
0: in 16.
1: April of 17. Oh, we thought 8, about 8,722 listens. For the whole year? For the whole year as yeah. we got started. Yeah. And we were pretty excited, you know, because it kind of... Uh, you yeah, know, we're getting a couple of hundred listens a week. Yeah, we we're going, and uh, you know that. that every felt- time
0: it went up, I think we were like, "Whoa, we're, whoa, we're well, going in the right direction." Yes. It didn't go down. It never went. It had. Right. it has never gone down. So no. that's pretty good.
1: 2018, we jumped up to forty-one thousand five hundred listens. So from eight thousand to forty-one
0: thousand. That's pretty good, now we had a That's little bit of a, we had a full
1: yeah. year, yeah, but even still oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yes we only we we had had like three months. quarters yeah. of a year versus a full year a couple mm-hmm. months, but the show was growing, which was good right, and then we all remember that um, over the course of this year we we you know crossed that hundred thousand listens mark right you know uh, that we talked about earlier on in the year, and in fact, you know here we are we're, we're recording this in mid. December and we're over a uh, hundred and sixteen thousand listens just for this year alone. It's pretty good, not bad at all.
0: What are we going to do when we hit a million listens? A million listens. I know when I when my Flickr account got a million views, I was pretty happy. Oh, I, I bet, was like, man, that's a that's uh, a I awesome milestone, man, for sure. I sacrificed uh, chicken.
1: So yeah. So as far as this year goes our uh, our listenership has been growing again. And we're holding we're, we're kind of holding around like around that 10,000 listens a month mark
0: right okay. now. We need to we need to do something to to have a boost again. Cuz each I time I think it's gone up is we did some a little something to boost it. Whether it was a trip and put photos and videos out yes, or agreed, we agreed. changed the subject, you know, went to photography a couple times. I think that gained a few people that said, "Oh, photography." Yeah, and uh, not that they just stayed for the photography. They realized, oh well, these are divers talking about diving and photography and and life and, and the essence of life. That's the thing that I think really well, separates you know what we us. Need to do is we
1: need to keep interacting with the people via Facebook and stuff. Well, and, we and, and, need and a and I pro get, r- to do I, that. I know, I know. Lane offered, I,
0: and she's good at it. She's very, very she's good. Hired. at
1: it. Yeah, um, yeah. So, listeners, we have a uh, a special request for you guys. We want you guys to share your favorite show. Help us spread the word with the show a little bit. What is your favorite episode of the Great Dive Podcast? Share it with us. Let us know. Share it with your friends so uh they can get hip to this awesome show you're listening to.
0: It's hard to it's hard to uh have a favorite of something that's like incredibly awesome. You did thought, you ever think thought,
1: of that? Off top of your head. 2019 what was was your favorite can you you think of something off top of your head Was your favorite episode
0: um let me think my most favorite i do enjoy i enjoy talking about the photography obviously um but they're not like my favorite episodes i like uh like i like our morale i mean i thought that those were pretty good episodes i like the one where you know we had uh becky we did becky's um shots come in and this article. And then
1: come in with that one and then we're Well that's what do, then I'm then coming gonna... in with right, but, but, That's yeah. what I'm doing
0: You guys, I hope <laughs> well, you well, keep this part well, in there Because you people will see what I got to deal with here
1: No my point is
0: You know who could never make it as a couple? Who? My wife and you <laughs> Because both you guys like to boss me around <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> No because I want uh, you to give me one I'll, I'll say one, And then we're going to kind of backtrack And go through a bunch of the episodes Oh okay this, just to kind of recap the whole sure. year, and then we'll talk about them as we go. Okay, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just we've got a. a you know what a, we haven't done an episode of, of
0: that we we should just to stay on the edge of what's out there is. You know, there's UFOs. Well, there's underwater Fucking UFOs too. It. I think that might, be. although it's not really diving. I can't remember what they call them too, but there's undersea unidentified yeah. UFOs, objects. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Okay. I th- the only reason I thought I thought about it on the way here because they were talking about ET on uh, on WRF. All right, so
1: 2019, you got uh, you got anything favorite that we kind of did?
0: No, like I said, I like the I like the morale. I like the whole fact, like we did the um,
1: yeah, the, the storms the, of November the sto- yeah, and that, the history
0: I- of it. I'm I'm hoping a lot of viewers found like I did. There was even though I've been in this, you know, we've been doing nine or the uh, gales of November kind of thing. For the past couple of years, we did it every November, right? But I still learned something.
1: Yeah, I thought the going back through and taking a closer look at the at the Great Storm and then really diving into Dennis Hale's story and uh, Becky's perspective when we did that, I thought that would turned out to be a really fun little series to, to cover a good majority of that uh, November time frame for sure.
0: Well, yeah, I think to me the real big thing about it or the uh, attractive part of it thing that made it so interesting is I think from a viewpoint of people who have never dove here in the Great Lakes or people on the other side of the world that listen to our podcast that really don't have an idea about the Great Lakes, the expanse of them, the size, the what you can encounter. And the fact that basically it's not that it's even an, another ocean. It's It can be more wicked. It can be more perilous on those Great Lakes than out on the wide open ocean in the middle of the Atlantic or Pacific or –
1: yeah, just the way Whatever. the water is, it it can be so violent out there for sure. Right, because we have so
0: many shipwrecks here, like more than the oceans allegedly. I don't know how they get, arrive at those numbers and say that kind of fact, but we have a lot of shipwrecks, thousands, and they're they are in uh, incredible condition. That's the thing you won't, you know, we don't have rust. Well, we do, but we don't have uh, saltwater corrosion, so we, we still have hundreds of year old shipwrecks that you can drop down on an w- old wooden schooner with masts still standing and even parts of the, uh, you know, the lines, the rope, the even the sails, and t- to some degree, they're shredded and they're falling apart, but you can still see the ship. And the visibility, you can back it's off a little bit yeah. and you can get a photo of an entire schooner down at, uh, you know, 180, 200 feet. Yeah, amazing stuff. Yeah, you have to go deep for those if you want to see a mast still standing just because a wave action can tear those you know tear those masks down but the ones that are standing are amazing looking so yeah i think i
1: hope the i hope the listeners enjoy that look and and uh definitely something that i want to do again next oh, every, year yeah. but look uh you know look look in different places of those storms that are important to us because it's a lot of why we have the ability to dive right here why we have because, is because of <laughs> those storms. storms. Yeah, and just like I, I saw, I saw somebody post something like last week of all these ships like lined up trying to go through like the Sioux Locks. Yeah, like early December. I'm like, don't these people listen? <laughs> to this our is a show? bad time of <laughs> year, a bad man. Time of year to do that, but I, I couldn't believe it. it was like 12 boats lined up, like waiting to get through the locks up there. It's crazy. Yeah. I would say that still, like I think of the show that i had the most fun with was definitely the to pee or not pee you know True. And, and a little yes. bit of uh, the you know we were having a a good little internet battle with our buddies over there at dive alaska um <laughs> and it was the kind of the birth of Fog that had a, a bit of a fun run that well i don't think pfog's done
0: i think Fog still has a lot of life in it we- I know that's that some good, people are getting tired of it. That's the
1: good thing about PFog is it's always rejuvenating. You know and what's funny? It can if you do if you understand or read the label properly. It's always fresh. <laughs> it is always fresh. It's always one hundred percent reliable and it's one hundred percent natural, 100% all natural. And it's that's kind what of a perfect the product. green
0: people, all, you know, you eco friendly tree hugger, like myself. That's uh, one of the big selling points. Absolutely. And if you want some, we do have some.
1: Yes, you can. We can, you can give you. Uh, the, and don't
0: don't be fooled. If it doesn't say P Fog officially, it's not P Fog. Don't be fooled by imitations.
1: Yeah. So if we, um, well, if we recap a little bit, like we started the year with that couple of part episodes on uh, the history of diving, mm-hmm. which was a fun little look at all that cool old, the old Klingert and the, fluce and the. The old, yeah, the old gear, Siebes. the old old
0: diving gear, yeah,
1: yeah, all that stuff, which turned into, you know, we hit that that history of cave yeah. diving, mm-hmm. and one of my other real favorite episodes of the year was that Norbert Castaing in that cave that he found in the Pyrenees over the, in France, the old Pyrenees, which was basically the the original cave dive he was diving with candles yeah, Remember, yeah at, yes. uh, breath holding th- through those little uh, rooms with a goddamn candle <laughs> that was a really fun story i mean that was like a exciting story which then led up to another real big favorite was that dive at indian springs the yeah the parker turner story mm-hmm. that was an intense one
0: that's a classic i mean that one sticks in my mind all the time uh, when I'm cave diving, I, I think of the early pioneers of. And he, he's not really that early. I mean, he's not. But he is at that point in cave diving where it became like from the real, you had to be, you know, Jacques Cousteau kind of explorer to a group of people that love diving and, and exploration, that real spirit of uh, diving and exploration that attracts a lot of people like myself. They were developing equipment and techniques to pursue diving. That you know cave diving in in particular that we use today that's where it came from these guys were the ones responsible for that in that era right there, right, right exactly and and i mean even you know especially parker turner and his comrades you know yeah, they well, did a lot. a lot of that whole group and yeah. and, and shack old shack of course you can't like leave that, him out yeah, yeah that
1: time period was so influential um, and we were having just a a really good discussion about this that Michael Menduna was leading back at the Dima show Mm -hmm. when he was talking about how, at that time, in that like 80s, 90s era where where tech diving was such a fringe. Right. Right. It was great. It it was out there. It's what the crazies did, Mm -hmm. you know, and the the whole interest, the the whole industry looked down upon them for so long. Some still do. Yeah. But that group is leading the industry now and well, the industry you knew is, that was going to happen and the industry yeah. is following what was what was done in those yeah. 90s into the 2000s and now that mentality is leading the way and and those guys are all now playing catch up yeah trying to completely retrofit their lines to follow along with this fringe right. of, this fringe of crazies that
0: didn't make any sense didn't make sense to the recreational mainstream to me the, and I can't say I'm in the brain but the way it looked because I was there in that time frame and I took I mean I lost friends not dying but they're like I'm not talking to him anymore he's doing that crazy shit but the way it looked to me is they viewed it as you were taking their money or you were looking down upon the recreational scuba community which I mean some people were. Bad mouth and a lot of a lot of the practices of the recreational scuba community because they 're not well thought out and they were all about money and gimmicks and little gadgets and gizmos to take people 's money out of their pockets and the tech community was a they were very smart people b you know they were explorers, and they wanted new a new uh, i don 't want to call it a paradigm, but they wanted a new frontier in diving
1: yeah, you know, no doubt about it well, I think uh, the, the two were growing independently. Yeah, do you, you think know, recreational was growing? I think well, at that no, point, I think well, they had it, it was. Well, I, I would say that the equipment was growing. They're putting a ton of money into engineering. Well, they maybe, were they were engineering was... it in ways that I would say wasn't really practical. You know, for it was practical from cons- the money standpoint. Yeah, but it wasn't yeah. a, a practical from a consistency of keeping. A lineage between learning to dive, right, growing and diving, going to this apex of diving because you kind of you would right. grow and you would have to stop and relearn it all. Almost exactly. in a way that commercial diving is different from scuba diving. There was a point where technical diving was different than sport diving, but now you see what the technical crowd did in those late nineties into the two thousands realm of well. We've built a consistent approach where you can learn and continue to grow. Well, that started and, and never in the early have, 90s, And yeah. never have to really rechange your your fundamental yeah. thinking. Yeah. Whereas the, the sport guys, they just didn't think about it. They didn't know about it. They didn't no, really care.
0: There was a lot of old timers. Yeah. that And the problem were is in the people were taking
1: that that basic gear beyond its ability. And it wasn't just whether or not the regulator was going to breathe in one hundred and fifty, two hundred feet. <laughs> yeah, it, it's all the other stuff. Yeah. So that was a fun look when we yeah. did when because we, we got to go into the history of all those early cave right. pioneers that were and the really, industry. I mean, we did talk
0: about how it was back then with even things like the nitrox. Do you, we talked about you know how you were ostracized, and you were even threatened by major agencies if you were using nitrox we catch you using nitrox you're done we are going to ruin you in the scuba industry <laughs> uh that's that was what they said right in the beginning and then they
1: yeah well they we got figured into...
0: out the dollar signs <laughs> and changed their whole viewpoint so
1: and that's that's and they, at the they, root of my the, well and they did the same my thing. hatred <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> they, they did the same thing about uh, the, the backplate and the wing, too, you know, years later. It was, they, they realized, oh, yeah. and then... Oh, yeah, if
0: you're in a backplate and wing, you are an idiot, right? You, you're you a horrible person. You're horrible. You hate us all. They, you know, I can, you would you would be, uh, I mean, there's a lot of prejudice, if that's the right word. I mean, I hate to use in a, a, way, a word well, like, in but a way getting was, on a
1: dive boat, you had a backplate and wing. 20 years ago, you... You better know how to like, dive. Well, people thought that you just came out of 1970, Yeah. right? Or they thought you were just dirt poor that you couldn't afford, yeah, a BCD, right? And then you got to talk, and and they would say, "Oh no, the guy's just a lunatic, crazy," right? And then today you get on a dive boat, and that's what everybody has. I was
0: going to say there's several. There, you're not the sole backplate and wing guy. And even even to an extent the long hose, people dive in the long hose, a necklace back up, et cetera, et cetera, with a streamlined approach. It's, it's that's standard come, here today. Yeah, that's come mainstream. You can go in, take your open water and get that equipment in many of the shops, right? Or yeah. or some facsimile of I mean they're they are trying to copy it, which they said that would happen. I mean this I of remember they've, first they've, they first they, you know, make funny uh and, then they hate you, and then they copy you, kind of thing.
1: Well, they've definitely what's the word, um, McDonaldized it in in a way. Kind of that's the perfect word for it. You know, yeah. they're, they're trying to as much as they can, and I, yeah. and I get it. That's understandable. Well, it's trying
0: to maximize profits, right? You want to sell yeah. as many as you can and produce produce it as cheaply as possible. the The problem with both of those is a lot of times you you can't have quality. A high-quality piece of robust equipment that is useful—you know—that is safe and useful. You you can't make that happen with both of those going Correct. at their far well,
1: ends. Costco is Costco for yeah. a reason, and yeah. Walmart's Walmart for a reason, right? And they, they both sell bicycles, right? Arby's is—they're is they're not the, they're I not like Arby's. the same. <laughs> right, they're not the same bicycle that you would get in a like mm-hmm. a specialty shop. Yeah, that you could have custom fitted for you for what you're doing. But if you just want to
0: get on a bicycle and roll, yes. I now I see where you're thinking. But when you were first starting to say that, I was just like, and dogs are brown sometimes, and I like, no, no. you know, what I mean, like, I like well, you strawberry get, cupcakes.
1: No, when you get the. <laughs> it
0: was making no sense. <laughs> I get it though. I do get it.
1: Yes. You got the yeah, Yay. the big box guys, right, right, and, mm-hmm. and eventually they're going to start selling and distributing stuff because mm-hmm. they can make a buck at it it well, yeah. doesn't mean anybody in there has the ability to help you grow with that gear yeah yeah, yeah. or you be able to take yourself yeah well that's what i do think something with it for new really.
0: divers have to realize it's not equipment i mean equipment is part of you have to have good equipment but that's not that's not the whole thing you really know how have to know how to dive and in order to do that you have to have a diver teaching you that's done some diving, you know, in various environments and maybe has experience in the clown gear, you know, that's always helpful. And I call it clown well, gear because that's, you know, I look at it and like, okay, that's that gear is A, gimmicky, and B, low quality. That's a clown gear.
1: Yeah, it'll okay, work, sorry. no doubt about right. it. Right? Yes, it'll definitely work, and you can probably have many, many years of, of fun, wonderful, great dives with maybe, it. Maybe, yeah. You can but have good at, diving. But, but at you, the end of the day, it's not thought
0: from an end goal perspective. Oh, yeah. You're not going any further with it. Not, Correct. Not without being laughed off the charter boat or laughed, from, laughed at by divers who dive. They look at that and go, okay, well, this guy got sold a line, right? He got sold a bill of goods here. and feel bad for him sometimes, but by the same token, if sure. you're not listening to the Great Dive podcast and not getting the real deal – Shame, on, Shame you. on
1: you. Shame on you. Shame on your buddies.
0: Yeah. But
1: Oh well. Oh yeah, yeah. So we Good stuff. right there we had our and then we had our our wives in for our 100th episode. That was episode. I, I forget about that was, about, that was this year. That was yeah, this year. Yeah. yeah, yeah we episodes. we hit our 100 episodes. Had the ladies in to uh they started off, you know, cracking some jokes at us, but when they when they By got the, the facts about the facts in front of them about how well we were doing, they had no choice. But, but to give congratulate it up, baby, us. give it up.
0: <laughs> Literally and figuratively, the yeah, that was a good one. It was uh, it was fun. It was nice of them to come out, and they are a huge part, humongous part of this. So no doubt about they gotta it, gotta like, put
1: up with us. Yes, um, the books that are coming in that I'm somehow <laughs> always ordering Amazon.com <laughs> and uh... <laughs> like a crazy yeah. uh,
0: addiction. Yeah, you're growing your library extensively, which is well, kind of cool. But honey,
1: should we uh honey, can we go out out to nice dinner, do something fancy? Oh, you're gonna stay in and <laughs> <laughs> prep for tomorrow's show again? <laughs> oh, you're just gonna stay on the computer and edit?
0: Gots to do the editing,
1: man. Yeah, so they put up with a lot and uh, we are very, very thankful to Lee and Patty for Putting up with us. Putting up with us so we can do this show (laughs) for you guys. Thank you so much. Mm -hmm. You know, another really fun one was the Buffunus Aquarius.
0: Oh, yeah. Buffunus Aquarius. And it kind of ties into what we were talking
1: about. But, yeah, Buffunus Aquarius. Uh, That was fun. And then right there after that is we did have another big milestone this year is – We stopped censoring ourselves with the beeps. Yes,
0: probably a good
1: idea. It was a great idea. That's my favorite thing that we did this year was stop because that one it added a ton of work into putting the show out. Yeah, Yeah. a lot of people didn't like didn't like the beeps. We got a lot. I think that's the only like hate mail that we've got is people didn't like the beeps. Yeah, so
0: you get you get the real deal now, you fuckers.
1: Although some of the times, yeah, the beeps were funny as hell, yeah, like, like when you really went off on a couple of <laughs> rants where, where it was like beep beep, beep. <laughs> 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 you know the, those were those 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 really got me you know,
0: there. as you're growing up, and I don't know how everybody feels about their father, but I was like, I just don't want to become my father, and I mean he has some great points, he has some great qualities, but he has some like i as I was growing up, I'm going, don't don't be like that when you get older, okay. But no matter how much you don't even have to try, but no matter how much you say to yourself, I'm not going to be like my father, you will become your father, and that is my that's the quintessential my father. If people ever met my father, they would understand like a paragraph of cuss words is a normal conversation. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, when when somebody looks at you bewildered that that just came out of your mouth, How? And, and your yeah. answer is what?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I was. What? I have a pedigree <laughs> for this. I I was born to do this.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, fun stuff. This year we uh, we kind of changed things up a little bit, and we uh, went the BSAC route oh, instead BS- of the Dan Incident Report.
0: Goddamn BSAC report is what we call it. <laughs>
1: yeah and we're we're going to have to try to do something uh, new and different again this year kind of keep it keep it exciting
0: and yeah, keep people aware of the the hazards and risks and hopefully that but we that do, keeps them we definitely are going to go safer. In,
1: into another series that that looks at the trend of the industry as far as incidents go well, because it, it's something that everybody can definitely walk away from and it's it's really good factual data. Yeah, well you, it's those, what those things are for is supposed,
0: supposed to be for is spelling out the facts, but they don't. The facts don't always tell the whole story. As one of my favorite parts of this year was our first interview with a guy who, basically, that's what he does is he looks at how to make our our sport and other industries, but how to make our industry in particular uh, more safe, safer, whatever, less risky. Um, and he looks at it more from the psychological human aspect of of the diving incidents, right? Not not all this the technical as far as he should have done that or they should have done that, but why do the people think and act it the way they do, which is at the root of so-called incidents or
1: accidents? Yeah, no doubt about it. Um, so that was the, Gareth. Yeah, the yeah. Gareth Locke interview that we originally released privately for the, the Patreon mm-hmm. subscribers and donators thank you very much to all of you uh later on you know a couple months later we opened it up for the whole entire listening audience but everybody's really really enjoyed that i mean that was a a very useful and knowledgeable show that people walked away with going wow yeah i've really learned something
0: oh yeah well gareth has a lot of great information smart man uh Pursuing something and, that's and a, really helpful to a lot of people, a lot of industries. He did, It's just not diving. He does the oil and gas industry, which is very risky. Uh, fly. F- you know, he has a background in Royal Air Force, so he he also speaks to the airline industry, pilots, and, and and medical. Right. So all of these places have high risk
1: areas. And like us, he's passionate about it. Yes. which is yes. which definitely comes mm-hmm. through in hearing him talk. Which is what I like so much. Mm-hmm. Is it. You know, somebody that's been at it for a while. Yeah, yeah. he really does it. He, he believes in it. He's he's passionate about mm-hmm. it. And that's what I like to hear from from people is is hear that love come out of their voices. Right. And that is definitely Gareth right there. And that's, uh, again, that's
0: probably the biggest takeaway from listening to Gareth is he's a diver. He loves diving. And he's smart. And uh, he's got something to add to the community. So good for you. Good for you, Gareth. Good on you, mate. That's a little too Australian for Gareth. Gareth <laughs> is, is pure Brit. So.
1: Now, what about our um, Brave New World episode, our or series that we did? Was it was it a, a brave, pretty good three? viewpoint. Yeah. I think
0: uh, I liked about it is it does show you, even in the diving community, you have people that want to, I don't know, just rule. You have that same mentality, even in the dive community. Seymour! <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> that voice—how could I forget it? Uh, yeah, no, that was a good one. That was a good one. People don't realize that you know our industry is self-regulated, and you are going to have to fight for that because they put you regulations a, in. They're not free. They don't care fight about your safety. For your knife, right to, to dive, scuba dive. Yeah, if you can get in your mind that these are the entity of government. Is not personal, and they don't care about your safety, so if they're putting in regulations and licensing and whatnot, those are just taxes those are fees that 's money they get they want money i don 't think they have a right to that almost always i mean i'm not saying you can't use absolutes like they are they are always out just for money I mean there are regulations and and laws enacted to help. Yeah, safety but at the underlying the thing about it is it's a slippery slope is they take it to the nth degree to get more and more money
1: right because it at some point it crosses the line of safety and, and crosses into licensing fees right and that that
0: right there is where you should raise an eyebrow and the only way to keep that from happening is to keep them the fuck out keep them the fuck out so if they're listening, stay the <laughs> fuck out. And, you know, and the only we got to keep the new be,
1: divers to know this. Yeah, too. and the only way we're going to be able to do that is, yeah, if we let the, the new guys know that it is a fight that we're doing that we need to make every day when we mm-hmm. go out there and dive. And also, we've got to self-regulate in a way that right. we continue to grow the sport in a safer and better and more knowledgeable and more competent way. Right, so we keep that stellar safety record we have a really good
0: safety record can be better because the incidents and accidents as i hope you've learned from our shows are kind of ridiculous in many respects i mean
1: well they can be prevented almost always i mean it is rare no doubt about it uh but they still occur and when you see when you see a lot of them that do occur it's the same old story yes far too many times yeah and that's what I'm getting at. It's and you and I both know better. that it, yeah. it comes from a place. You know, both of you and I would, I think, would agree that it comes from too quick of education, mm-hmm. setting the, the the diver up with a feeling that they're better than they are. Yeah, overconfidence in equipment rather than personal ability because they're sold gear rather than and, training,
0: and they don't know what they don't know.
1: Yeah, absolutely. You know, that's I'm the thing
0: you. about new divers coming into this is. You don't know what a good diver is. You think because they've got that instructor card,
1: they well, are a good diver. Well, they get the instructor card, and it kind of resets the whole, resets the whole bar form, right? True. 20 dives, I'm a dive master. Yeah, 100 you know, dives, I'm in an dive, instructor. I'm an instructor, when in reality, 100 dives, you're, you're an... just getting to the point where you've got enough diving in where you can start to actually evaluate dive. what you're <laughs> doing, yes. dive and learn from your diving.
0: Right, and start to expand your environment, start to go into the different place. And that's what I think instructor really needs to do. I mean, underneath it all, one of the biggest things they have to do, dive different environments. Get out there and do different types of diving. And you'll see you've got to have a common thread in your diving. You can't just dive one environment and think you've got it now.
1: Oh, yeah, no doubt about know? it. You know, that, that you get that instructor card. That should be a clue for you as the instructor to go, now, I really need to start learning because people are listening to what I'm going to say. Yeah, they. So look I need at you. to know my shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they look at you as if you are an
0: actual uh, authority on the subject. And too often, way too often, you're not even close to an authority on the Correct.
1: subject. Correct. Well, anymore. that's why every every new instructor adds a zero. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> they got a they got hundred times in, but they're yeah. going to tell everybody a thousand. A thousand, right. You know, True. What else he did, Jamesy? Oh, T? you know one one of uh, the, the favorites of this year was one that we did with with your daughter Elena, the scuba, oh, yeah. the scuba astrology show. Scuba
0: astrology, <laughs> oh yeah, that's a good one.
1: And we got all like we should yeah. have another scuba we got astrology. All new easy yeah. in there. you know that was a fun. Well, f-
0: got to have some young blood in here occasionally.
1: Well, yes, yeah, you know? so we uh, well we got to partner up with another. Another radio show from K O X Y out yeah. there on the West Coast, the Astro Hose. <laughs>
0: Astro Hose. I l- didn't tell weekly... you that Spencer did a he has his own show now. Oh, does he? With his, his homeboys.
1: Oh yeah, what is it? It's called Astro, Astro Bros. Bros. <laughs> is it? Yeah. <laughs>
0: That's great. They're funny. They're good. Good people.
1: We did a couple of shows this year for Shark Week. Yeah. Which was fun. You know, the uh that wild weekend one that we did about that. Shark taking off the guy's leg in Australia. The pack in your darkies episode. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. That was a, a
0: workout in accents. Hey, <laughs>
1: hey!
0: Now that's a knife. I must have, I must that have said, that me that me that's a and knife. Now that's a knife. Over and over. <laughs> Julia had to listen to me. Now that's a knife, mate.
1: And then another one of the fan favorites ended up being that big four-part series that we did on C Lab. Oh yeah, that was a good one. That to me was was like a lot of work.
0: Yes, that was a good one though. I mean, in the sense of it does show you the history of dive, a great big part of the history of diving that gave us so much information. You know, uh, as far as diving. You know, real dive, what's going on physiologically with our bodies and what can humans the do extent underwater? extent of human ability, yeah. Like where are started, the limitations, right, with that kind of diving, yes, saturation?
1: we diving. started it with that story about the blow-and-go. Yeah. That 300-foot blow-and-go. Right, and go, right. You know, with
0: old, uh, what's his name? George Bond. George Bond. What they call him? Daddy? Papa. Papa. Papa Topside. Papa Topside, that's it. I was going to say, Daddy Underwater? <laughs> No, Papa Topside. I was close, <laughs> <laughs> almost completely opposite, but close. You
1: mean you mean Big Daddy Bubble Bath? <laughs>
0: I love that guy, Papa Topside.
1: And uh, his buddy, you remember old uh, Charlie Acuadro, like the, one of the greatest names, and yes. you could have for a scuba to be a Charlie scuba guy. Acuadro, your name's Acuadro. That, yes. That's
0: pretty good. I, I think I'm gonna try to go with that. Acuadro. I'm going to change that as my first name, though.
1: The Quadro topside.
0: A Quadro, yeah. I'm going to have to work on that last name, but a Quadro, I really like it. How
1: about a Quadro backside? A Quadro backside, <laughs>
0: Papa backside. <laughs> yeah, I don't know about that one. It just doesn't seem. <laughs> it's not right. <laughs> Why
1: can't anybody take me seriously?
0: <laughs> I'm really, a, I'm really a good instructor. Okay. <laughs> Papa backside. Uh, okay, okay, big daddy backside. <laughs> big daddy backside. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, nobody takes me seriously. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we did a lot of shit this year. You know, we did the a couple of uh, photo episodes. We did a, a couple of the lessons learned episodes. We did the yeah. pirate, you know, Ooh, uh, the pirate's arr, life episode.
0: Our yes. matey. <laughs> Shiver me timbers! A couple of
1: uh, a couple of like old skin diver lessons learned. A couple of newer mm-hmm. scuba diving lessons learned in there along the way. I hope, we, I hope we're
0: are actually educating. I hope we're actually getting some getting into the brains of some of these new divers. That was almost the sole reason I had subscriptions to those magazines. Is for the for the I learned about diving stuff. I used to like E.R. Cross's stuff.
1: Out of the old skin diver? Yeah. Yeah, the, yeah. the Technifax yes, exactly. uh, stuff that he would do, yeah. He
0: good, and uh, like I said, the, I learned about diving from that. That's, those are almost always a good, I mean, sometimes there was a. Those were
1: my favorite. Like when I, you know, like those old skin one, divers but, would come through, mm-hmm. it was always the back page. Right, exactly. the first thing I would do is I'd open up the Whipple. back page and I'd read, read that because it was right. a wild, crazy story of, of something. You know what occurred. I like,
0: though, is sometimes the picture they had had nothing to do with anything. Because <laughs> it was just, <laughs> some, like, it's just a some random, random shot. You're like I don't know if it's, we only have 30 shots in our. In our bank of pictures to use, it was different back then. right? <laughs> exactly, I mean, not ten they, million because everybody's got a god blankety blank camera. Yeah,
1: like ten million on one one SD card. Yes, you know? exactly. Well, hey, let's uh, let's talk about a couple of our uh, our top ten cities right now. Okay, like, so of the year,
0: oh, of the year, eh? This is the you, the whole year. You, the top you go, cities. You want to go? You
1: want to go the top ten? You want to go top to bottom, bottom to top from ten to uh, one? I think or we, or should, we should, should go ten be, to one. Ten to one. Ten
0: to one. Just because. I want to throw some love out to our our friends from the north there, eh?
1: Well, we Take we, off, we, hosers. You want to talk about the hosers? <laughs> the hosers <laughs> up the hosers. there north, yeah,
0: taking okay. off to the great white north there, eh? We
1: love our hosers up in the north, eh? And uh, you definitely come in at number 10 in uh, the town of Toronto, Canada, eh? The
0: town? That's, a, that's an international city. It's the an international hub. Of, the
1: metropolis of the north. Toronto. It's
0: like the Paris of the North. It's the Paris of North America.
1: I think that'd be Montreal.
0: Ah, bite me. You're just thinking <laughs> lingo. I think the international feel of Toronto. When you're in Toronto, you don't feel like, oh, I'm in North America. You feel like you're well, interne- You're like Prague or...
1: Well, the much you call it the Prague of North The America. Prague <laughs>
0: of North America. Well, you feel like you're in Paris. In Paris, there's a lot of... It's a big international... I know it's mostly French, but...
1: I get it, and the basically the the, the Paris of the South <laughs> it would be Dallas, Texas. <laughs> I was going to say Atlanta, but no, Dallas, Texas. Dallas, Texas, coming at number nine of our top cities. Listening, <laughs> so all of you, all of you cowboys down there in Texas, put your hey y'all, put your spurs on, and we thank you kindly.
0: Put your your split fin spurs on, y'all. Yeah, y'all. Oh, y'all's a little more, Alabama. Anyway, thanks Dallas.
1: Yeah, thank you to everybody in Dallas and Cleveland, Ohio. A lot of lot of the listeners Paris of Ohio. Of <laughs> <in>. <laughs> Actually, there is a <laughs> the Paris of, of Ohio. There is, I know. There is a Paris of Ohio. It's in <laughs> Paris, Ohio. but Cleveland is basically the Dallas, Texas of the North.
0: <laughs> Cleveland, you know, it's better than Toledo. <laughs> no, we love you, Cleveland. There's a, a, a good scuba population in Cleveland. I had some really great uh, friends who were divers, old students from Cleveland. Uh, so
1: we got to get over there to Barcelona, New York, which is just outside, just past Cleveland, a- a ways bit, as, yeah. you, as you cross mm-hmm. over. You know, from East kind of
0: Ohio through so. Cleveland, almost. Yeah, yep.
1: on the outskirts of it. Yeah, pretty much do. So we
0: did kind of. I waved. So we and got said, to over, Cleveland so as I drove by.
1: We got to get over there and do some of that. Eastern Lake Erie diving this summer, which was really fun. Looking forward to get back over there diving with that Osprey Chargers again. Yeah,
0: good guys, Captain John.
1: And we go. Uh, we're just bouncing all over the, the the states for the rest of this as we go from Cleveland up to Seattle, Washington. We got oh, a, a, a big group yeah. of listeners coming up out of Seattle, Washington,
0: the Great Northwest. The Paris of the, the Northwest.
1: It's basically the uh,
0: Paris of the Washington. international
1: hub of the. It's very international, Seattle. Metro, met- metropolis, metropolis of the Pacific Northwest, Seattle, Washington.
0: Yes. Well, that you got. You have a few cities up there that are. I mean, like Portland. Do we have any Portlandites? We didn't. Portland didn't make the top ten, did they? No,
1: but no, but they're in the top twenty. Oh, are they? Yeah. Good on you, Portland. Well, we shoot all the way across the country to basically the like Paris of America, of America which everybody <laughs> knows would be New York City. New York City, baby. New York, New York. Shout out to New York. Start spreading the news. They're listening to TGDP in <laughs> New York.
0: <laughs> you sounded just like Frank Sinatra there. I believe in today. The <laughs> we both have different lines. <laughs> You sound really good, though. You know Vince, but you're not bad. I'm going
1: to be a part of it. (laughs) New York. Now we go to the Paris of the South. Which everybody knows is Atlanta, Georgia. Old Atlanta, Georgia. Breaking the top five. Atlanta, Georgia. All you divers down there in Georgia that have been listening to the show and sharing the show and spreading the word. Get out there and share your favorite episode. Let us know uh, what the Georgia folk are listening to and enjoying down there. Interesting. So I can
0: say so far I've been to every city in our top ten. So far. And you know what? Looking at it, I can say I have been to every city in our top ten.
1: I haven't been to Seattle. I need to get really? out there. Really? Yeah, I haven't, I haven't been to Seattle. I'd like to get out there, though. Mm. I'd, it's I'd nice. Love, I'd love yeah. to get out to Seattle. Yeah, Seattle's pretty the cool. time out there. Didn't, didn't we have some kind of gorgeous. trip
0: we were going to get going and
1: – we were trying to figure something out how to fell go through. From...
0: The person that was organizing it, like, dropped a ball on us.
1: Yeah, that was me. No, you weren't thanks worried. Thanks No, no, this but was uh, let, another trick. Just trip. let everybody know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, this was not something you were doing. Just well, we did have
1: that... I, I had that dream of doing a whole West Coast, going from yeah. Seattle to L.A. or yeah, L.A. Yeah, up yeah, to Seattle. Yeah, this was just, something else I was thinking of. Just,
0: just diving a, a long weekend yeah, yeah. in Seattle was what I was thinking of. Anyway, thanks, Atlanta. Now we're up to number... We basically go
1: to the Atlanta of the north, which everybody knows would be Philly. We're doing the Atlanta. Old Philly.
0: <laughs> the Paris of Pennsylvania. <laughs>
1: <laughs> which would be Philly, PA.
0: Philly is a great town. I don't know if you've ever... Well, you obviously you said you've been to Philly. I loved I loved the Rocky statue, of course, but uh, in commercial school, it's right across the water, Philly. And yeah, so we used get, to go there to some that. old old pubs, man. That's what I liked about it. It's old, and there's some old pubs there.
1: That's what I like doing in, in going to a new town. You find the the cool the old pub, yeah, cool old pubs. Well, especially on that that East
0: Coast, you've got some. You know, we got a little bit of history. We're we're not Europe old,
1: right? But the oldest for for real people living and building of cities mm-hmm. is definitely that Philly. Area, yeah, area. You can you know, find getting into old... Getting into those original colony area. Mm-hmm. And uh, Philly is being like, a little bit right in the heart of that whole East Coast growing of America. Exactly. The colonies,
0: uh, the uh,
1: Revolutionary War time. And it's nice to know that somebody with that much rich character and history yeah. would be so attuned to, to listen to a show like the Great Dive Podcast. We thank you, Philly.
0: Thanks, Philly. So they are up there. They're number four. So there's a, there a few divers there in Philly listening to us.
1: Yeah. Keep spreading the word for us. Thank you very much. Now, now it this, wasn't, this next town well, it blows
0: me away. Well, it wasn't... How? It, okay, now <laughs> it, why? It, it,
1: it, well, it wasn't long ago yeah. when we looked at the top 10. They were all local towns. Yes. Because... The this only, one is kind of hung in there. The only people that were listening to us were the people that we were directly talking to, saying, listen, listen to my damn show. <laughs> <You're grabbing them. laughs> you will listen and you will like this. Give me your phone right now. <laughs> I'm putting it on for you. Hit play yeah. listen. There you go. So like our local towns of people that we knew were coming up. But, so, but now in I'm the, still in perplexed. The, the, the more shows, than Philly? The shows growing. More
0: than Philly. The, this town has more listeners... Van Philly, and I have to look at the the population of this town compared to the population of Philadelphia. How many people per capita, how many listeners per capita we've got? Right.
1: That's crazy. Coming in at number three is Waterford, (laughs) Michigan. What the? Way to go, Waterford. Waterford, Uh, Michigan. Well, Waterford's kind of like the heart of the local lakes, though. You know, we do we do yes. a lot of diving in that whole area. I mean that's, Mesa that's, day. It's kinda of like where our a bunch of our little local jump in spots are is that whole Waterford area. So I can see you know, word gets around. We're leaving stickers on <laughs> we're leaving stickers on, do, on stallroom
0: doors. Commerce is there and, and Orchard and or Bloomfield or Bloomfield Hills, whatever. Uh two thousand twelve, seventy two thousand 166. And we have how many listeners there? Let me see. Let's. I, I got to do this. I'm sorry. <laughs> You're like, stop. 72,000
1: 72, 72, right. and 1,700 are listening. It's, uh would be uh, uh, 2.5% of the population. 2.3%. Yeah.
0: 2.3% of Waterford. Waterford's is a, population. We should be the official. Listening. We have to be the official podcast of Waterford Township.
1: Oh, Waterford. Mayor. Somebody... Somebody call the mayor. Get on this. <laughs> we, we must be. And uh, uh, number two, this is,
0: isn't surprising, but because there's a good there's just, a wait, good wait, wait. diving do, do population I, for this. You, uh, you want to say it's the the Paris of <laughs> <laughs> it's the Paris of Illinois. <laughs> number two is the Paris of Illinois. Really, basically
1: the Paris of no doubt about it. Yeah, it's
0: definitely not. Uh,
1: well, it's kind of it's more
0: it's closer to London to me.
1: Yeah, in its it, it feel, might be the
0: the London of, of Illinois. Illinois. Yeah,
1: definitely not the Prague. It's not know? the Prague. <laughs> no, no. Big shout out to everybody over in Chicago area listening to the show. Thanks Chicago. Thanks Chai Town. Yeah, Chai Town. Um, Chicago. We'll be back What's over a is-
0: song. There's a good song, Chicago. Chicago. Well, there's a group. <laughs> Does anybody really know what time it is? No, it's twenty five or sixty four, <laughs> maybe.
1: We'll be back. It's not even a time. We're gonna be back <laughs> over to the Chicago area in two uh, in twenty twenty, do doing some more diving. We have of course. We, we're a good time. Yeah, that's such a pretty dive right there in Southern Lake Michigan. We got the backdrop of the Chicago, Chicago skyline, skyline behind yeah. you. That's that's awesome.
0: When you pop up and you, you're looking at the skyline from the water, if the water's you know smooth enough, it's pretty cool. And if you can get a shot of it, I know we've got a couple shots at. It's a little far away. You can't really tell. It's a Chicago skyline. Now, we need to do a nice, a nice, a night dive, a nice oh, night dive. Oh, that would be cool. And we can pop up. If, if for anything else, the damn shot with the skyline with behind, the skyline behind, yeah, behind yeah. you, I'm with right? you, I'm with you. That would be a, that's a poster. That's a wall hanger right there. Yeah. So.
1: It's like doing those dives in, you know, Southern Florida where you, yeah. you come up, you got that Miami skyline exactly. behind Exactly, West you. Palm, yeah, man, yeah, yeah, yeah. The old a Kennedy little, compound there behind you. Yeah, those are yeah, yeah. great. And our number one listening town for 2019.
0: I left my heart in Los Angeles. Los Angeles. <laughs> I know Which everybody like, knows Frisco? is
1: basically the Paris of California. Uh,
0: no, Frisco. Frisco the Paris, the Paris of California. The Paris of the
1: West Coast.
0: It's more the... <laughs> the Paris of Southern California. I, it's <laughs> everybody it's more the, the Chicago case. of California. <laughs> I think Frisco, San Francisco would make the Paris. But, yeah, surprisingly, Los Angeles. You know who's not on there that I would hope would have been on there? That I'm kind of, I'm a little saddened.
1: Who's this? Our uh, Anchorage, wait, 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 Alaska. Here, wait, wait. wait, here, let me give you a little tissue. Here. Wipe that tear up. There
0: you go. God damn it, Ron Francher. <laughs> you know, the hell, man? Just, I thought you were up there working just, for just us. When
1: he, you think he's up there spreading the word. No, he's spreading just, the word yeah. all right. <laughs> he's spreading the word all right. Oh, yeah, he, I, don't, I don't think he's ever going to let you live down that mispronunciation. That's not a mispronunciation. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I pronounced it right. He needs to spell his name right, <laughs> goddammit.
1: <laughs> well, uh, big shout out to all of our towns and our top ten, and uh, to recap for everybody, our top three countries right now in the world.
0: Good old USA.
1: USA number one. U- We're number one. We're number one.
0: We're number one. We're not obnoxious. Don't don't hate us for for being beautiful.
1: <laughs> just because we have our own American flag speedos <laughs> that we're wearing yeah, on the dive don't, boat. Don't, don't be get mad. Him going.
0: Don't get them going with that.
1: Number two is for our good old. Now that's a
0: podcast, You better you <laughs> pack your
1: dockies <laughs> if you want to listen to the Great Dive Podcast, all you Australian listeners. You didn't show up in the top ten. No towns, just because. The old Americas are uh, uh, driving that. And number 10, Toronto, Canada. Uh, Canada's coming in at number fourth on their listeners. But our top three would be USA, Australia, and the UK. UK, mate. mate. It's our accents, mate. Yeah, mate. A sport of tea with
0: me podcast, mate. <laughs> 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 now that's a podcast. And a sport of tea with me podcast. Nice.
1: And, oh. uh, if we uh, and then just uh, like yeah. a little, little quick little recap of our of our shows, our number one show by far, by far, this one got shared like crazy. Was the to pee or not to pee
0: interesting episode
1: <laughs> that we did? <laughs> I don't know if
0: that's a <laughs> statement about us or about our listening audience. I'm
1: hoping it's about our listening it's audience. It. Well, well, there are a bunch of crazy. Well, not only was it funny. It was fun. It was very informative actually. Oh well, hell yeah. Is what we got a uh, we got a lot of uh Cuz it's important. about that. Like, it's was, important. There was some good stuff in there. Yeah. Good deal. I remember that was us looking at that old uh, story out of Undercurrent about the peeing in the wetsuit, the peeing in the rental wetsuit on the, on the dive boat and uh, the dive boat was like you cannot pee. <laughs> <In our laughs> exactly. <seats>. <laughs> okay. <laughs> You this did, is just water running. I out was of gonna my say suit. If
0: somebody said that to me, I would be I would be going, Well, I wasn't probably going to I would but now throw me a water or three and some coffee.
1: I would immediately look like the five year old kid. Yeah. Just staring right at you <laughs> doing it. Okay. Okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we haven't even gotten the water. Why are you leaking water? Well let's what's our lowest? Well what's our top ten what's our ten well, we gotta, Let's go over our top yeah, ten so, episodes.
1: W- we did an episode about panic prevention. Yeah, that was a pretty good one. Yeah, and then we did that 333 meter dive. Yeah. We that we did which, you know, Brandon always tells everybody that it's old Jamesy that steers the ship mostly, but he this does. is the one that you saw that you really wanted to go into.
0: Yeah, but he does steer steer the ship. This is your baby. This is your baby. I'm just along for the ride cuz he need, he can't sit and talk to an empty <laughs> microphone. <laughs> I'm the only, only one lunatic enough to to do it with them. Um, uh, the
1: the BSAC incident report, which is always a good, one. You know, came in the came in the top uh, five. Like, reports, looking at the yeah. uh, incident report,
0: that's why the Brits are in the top three.
1: And then because uh,
0: we're covering we're covering worldwide, baby. Yeah,
1: and then because we're looking, we were looking at Gareth quite a bit this year, and uh, he was getting a lot of press. Yes. I think we this timed out really well as uh, upping that top. story that he did was upping your mental game. He did yeah. a did a story that he wrote for the, the Canadian Diver magazine, I believe is yes. what that was in.
0: Mm-hmm. We're like ZZ Top, though. We're nationwide. We're bad.
1: We're nationwide.
0: <laughs> I don't know if we have any ZZ Top uh, fans.
1: I, I thought... You I were going to say, say legs? No, I, th- I thought you were going to say I was a sharp-dressed <laughs> <Wait>, man. <laughs> you are a sharp-dressed
0: man, but cheap uh, sunglasses. The, uh, and you have cheap sunglasses.
1: Are Scuba <laughs> astrologies in yeah. there?
0: Scoop Astrology's up there, eh? And Profanity,
1: no we did a- Fucking A. Fucking a, a. <laughs> <when we, laughs> li- Fuckin a, man. We, did, uh, we finally cut our, and that was the moment I think we did the, um, the human. Uh, oh, was that Oh, the Humanity? Was that the one we did with the Manatees? <laughs>
0: oh, the so, Humanities, <laughs> yes.
1: Could have been. Uh, double Trouble was one of those lessons learned that we mm. did, and uh, the Brave New World falls in there. Right. And the we did that story about are the dive tables obsolete? That's one of the, in there in the top ten. Yeah, I'm surprised that it wasn't higher, actually, because it's
0: controversial. One of those controversial, uh, thought-provoking,
1: yeah. yeah, not just talking about silly mistakes people make in the water, but actually looking at and examining some interesting stuff. Why people want to,
0: to me, you know,
1: again, just to recap,
0: I... They want to get rid of the dive tables because it takes time a little bit of time to teach them, but gives them an understanding of time depth in the relationship with the dive and what's going on with you in your body. It gives Whoa. you a way to track it without Dude. relying why, on a piece of electronics. why would
1: a new diver need to know that oh yeah,
0: exactly, and that's where we get that's we where just, we get into the, the controversialness them, of it is we
1: could just sell them a beeper blinker
0: exactly. the people who preach let's get rid of the tables. Kind of grate me wrong, if that's the right word. They rub me the wrong way. <laughs> if that's the right word. I don't know if I got a right word. But when they when they say those things, I'm like, you're the problem with with not just this industry, but the world in general. Let's get away well, from knowing dumb, yeah, anything. It's a, it's a, and a dumbing just follow down. Follow
1: idiots. Yeah, yeah. It's a mm-hmm. dumbing down of of the process. Things. No doubt yeah. about
0: it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, I hear you there. You have to have an understanding. It's just like don't have to teach math anymore because they have a calculator.
1: In your pocket, on your phone. Dumbass, you got to know
0: what you're doing. Yeah, you have to know that. You can't rely on
1: fucking electronics all the time. This guy come into the dive shop the other day, his daughter's in a class, Mm -hmm. and they're going to leave the shop, go over to the pool. Mm -hmm. It's 1.2 miles away. Mm -hmm. You need to turn... Turn the there's car. one turn. He <laughs> turned the car. Yeah. <laughs> right.
0: One big turn, I guess. And yeah, yeah. the turn in the parking lot, you shouldn't really count, but I guess you do got to right, right. right? So, I mean, and
1: leaving two, the, two leaving two the two parking three. lot and going into the yeah. other parking lot, okay, there's three turns he had to make, right? Yeah. Um, was afraid he was going to get lost. Like he needed to, needed to put it into his phone to follow the GPS talking. Couldn't you can't even, just say it. Wasn't, wasn't even an <laughs> 11 to, mile just east of Middle Belt. Oh no, no, no. That was a definite yeah. no-go. Hmm. Interesting.
0: And that's a grown man?
1: That was a grown man who has been watered down by technology oh, yeah. over the last decade yeah. to the point where he doesn't even trust his own ability to, to navigate himself.
0: Well, that's that's kind of what I talk about. Is It's one thing to be so, I mean, if we book let, smart. yeah, It's another thing just to be smart and understand that you have to know things. You have to know how to do things and function in life, not just
1: rely on silly technology. Right, because what, I mean, what would happen if we did fully... Lose it all. What, what if we fully accepted the uh-huh. technology coming into into scuba and we ran with that for 10 years and then 10 years from now... Look at the idiots we'd look, have. Look where diving would be mm-hmm. like a complete inability to really conceptualize and internally right. understand what is happening. It'd just be it's, another it's, it, thing. It's yeah it's yeah, when it all becomes an icon on a on mm-hmm. a computer display. And it's nothing, telling you what to do. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. And you do it. And then when they want to take over, when AI wants to take over, they can basically they've got everybody going, Whatever you say, whatever you say, well here's what you gotta do, guys. Uh see that cliff? Ugh. Just walk. Ugh. Keep walking. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know? And that's figurative. That's symbolic. But they could I just don't understand. No. And people think like this, the people that believe AI could and would take over think they're nuts. I don't know. Once they become self-aware, they, that's what they're trying to do. Did you see – did you even see – not to go off too much on a tangent, but that's my thing. The robot – they showed the robot in the beginning like 10 years ago or whatever, even five years ago. yeah that this robot was like clunky walking. Now they can have it do backflips. Oh, it's unbelievable. Okay. Yeah. Unbelievable. So just think about that. And then there were, they are trying to get robots and, and software processors to be self-aware in the sense of they can think and re and correct their errors or their shortcomings. I shouldn't really, they don't make errors yeah, allegedly, yeah. but they can learn from everything. So they become self-aware of who they are and what they, they improve and, if something's going against them, just like the sci-fi movies say, the humans are eventually going to go against us, they have to be dealt with. <laughs> crazy. <laughs> yeah. I know you think I'm crazy, um, but I'm you're... not the only one. <laughs> I'm not the only one. A lot of writers oh, yeah, already yeah. said this was going to happen. So,
1: um All right. Well, hey, listen, everybody. <laughs> what is your favorite episode of Great thigh Podcast? Get out there and share it with us. Put it on our page. Put it on your page. Share it with your friends. Put it you, on a friend's page. Put it on a friend's page. Say, hey. Put it on a stranger's page. I love, this was my favorite episode of the show. You should check it out and listen to it. and Just help. start leaving links all over the place. Yes, <laughs> help us grow the show. We, uh, we're looking forward to make 2020 an even bigger year than 2019 was. And with your guys' help, we can get there. Thank you all so very much. We'll get back to you next week in the dawn of a new year. A new decade.
0: A chance to really fuck things up. That's right. A new chance to fuck it all up. <laughs> fuck the year
1: over.
0: <laughs> this is a new year. I'm going to do things different.
1: <laughs> I'm going to screw it up completely different, different way. way yeah. <laughs> all right, everybody. Safe diving to everyone. Hope you guys have a wonderful new year as well. And we will see you in 2020. Bon voyage.
0: Usually, I go somewhere and I look for a dive shop a to find a t shirt or some kind of is this the local haunt for the divers you know right. see what's going on there you know you're looking for like the one you work at has an or it has a feeling that's what you want in a dive it's like a pub to me, right It has yeah. a feeling with it and uh but there are other dive shops. Well, they're old, some especially some in the shops, East Coast. I used to go to just walk in and you're yeah, like yeah. Marvell. If you ever been shop. to Marvell Dive Shop, that's a dive shop. It's a commercial dive shop, too, but it's a dive shop. Man. Yeah. Oh, you know, great divers came through there.
1: We should go on a tour, dive shop tour. Yeah.